What's up, world? This is We Need a Fifth. This your man, Mo. Got my man, P, in the building. What up, what up? Got my man, Hill, on the line. Fellas, we're still in the NBA offseason. Limited basketball out there for us, for those non-WNBA fans, you know. Y'all can be watching basketball right now, but that's neither here nor there. I want to get to a a conversation we we were having off camera um, about Dwayne Wade. There's been a lot of conversations um, with former players along with current players comparing certain players to Dwayne Wade or comparing their careers to Dwayne Wade. The first one started off with, for me, as far as when I first started hearing it, it's Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce um, stated, I believe, on a podcast, I want to say, what what is it, podcast? Um, He stated that um, he believed that his career was better than Dwayne Wade's or that he would have had more accomplishment if he had played with um, all-time greats like Dwayne Wade was able to play with earlier in his career. Another player, um, DeMar DeRozan, a current player, I, I believe he was asked um compare James Harden, who he would rather have, James Harden or Dwayne Wade. He thought he stated that he believed that James Harden was a better player um because Dwayne Wade um he did everything um he was able to accomplish because without players like Shaq and LeBron, where hey Dwayne Wade had the benefit of playing with Shaq and LeBron. I want to open it up. Um, P, <laughs> your namesake, Paul Pierce. Can, can we start there? Love is confidence, man. Love is confidence. But um, yeah, he said this years ago when he was on one, 2019. Of, uh, yeah, one of these uh, pregame shows or postgame shows. Um, well, I, I just feel like any all-star can say that. You know what I mean? Like, if I had, if I played with this person or that person, I would won more. So, I, I I get that part, but um, I but I just think Dwayne Wade's a better player. Just, I'm just put that on the table first. I just I think he's a better basketball player. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really. That's it. Cool. I I like to start these arguments with. I'm a, I'm a 20 point guy. So mm-hmm. if you really want to be throwing, you know, rocks at the thrones, I think you have to get to that level first. Even if it's a a, a a discussion of you being compared with someone who I think universally everyone thinks is better. But once you haven't achieved that plateau in your career of reaching 20 points per game, I thought that stopped it for me for Paul. I've never been the greatest Paul Pierce. I think the the best chance to catch me with Paul Pierce was probably at Kansas. Mm. I mean, when, when his game when his game was developing, and he was like a, a bigger body inside who showed me like 
there was a difference between like him and Wayne Simeon, then Ooh. I said, okay, you know Ooh. what I mean? Like, but as a Paul Pierce, we're talking what 19 seasons, maybe two two thousand points more than Dwayne Wade, and Dwayne Wade had to share you know a lot later in his career with some of the injury and some of the bulk of his scoring to maybe the second, third, fourth greatest play to, you know, play basketball. So he was able to, you know, give up on some of his personal accolades. I don't think that's what happened with Paul Pierce. And he's being put into that spotlight because of a narrative. Like, I, I never thought Paul Pierce of a great player. I thought he was a very good player who overachieved. That That's not great. That's just putting in more effort. You know what I mean? Like, I, I thought the other two players conceded their talents to fit in to make a good team. I thought Ray Allen and 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 Garnett were better players than him. Oh, definitely. So uh, the Ray Allen thing. I think Ray. I mean, Ray conceded to Durant. Ray Ray just conceded his career. I mean, I I, I think from a, a talent standpoint. I don't know. I just think he's eons better than Paul Pierce. And maybe Ray didn't live up to his total, you know, mm-hmm. achievement who he could have been. In early Milwaukee days, he was yeah. a heavy score with, you know, Glenn Robinson. So it, that's just me pointing with pointing at Paul Pierce. Um so he's going through some things right now. I think you have to bear with him. It, it's pretty much Ooh. like our, you know, our older relatives aunts and uncles who are getting up there in age and you start to say things in which you probably have to you know mute them i think that's where we're getting at with, with, with paul pierce he sees the writing on a wall and if you don't tell your story your story is going to be told for you so i think he's jumping out ahead of what narratives like this panel will probably say who paul pierce is if he doesn't defend himself now when he's more sane mind you know what i'm saying if he doesn't get to talk about it, i mean paul pierce will get drugged through the ringer if he leaves it to people like us. So I think he's just getting ahead of it and saying like, listen, I need to be put into those spheres where you have like a Dwayne Wade. And for some odd reason, he is, seems to be nonetheless the guy who he's, you know, honed in on. But I, I don't, I don't find it close. And I think for me, I'm a little uncomfortable with the narrative, especially with the narrative of um, Dwayne Wade was only successful because he played with um, great players. I, um, people forget that, hey, even when Shaq was in t- when Shaq came to town, Dwayne Wade was still leading the team in scoring. Each, each and every year Shaq was there, he led the team in scoring. He was the leader of that, that bus. And um, yes, Shaq is a great player, but um, even after L.A. left, let him go, Shaq only played 60 games twice, two more times after that. And one of them was the first season he had with Miami. They didn't win the championship that, that season. They won it in his second season. In that second season, he played like 57 games and was averaging 20 and 9. Yeah, but that first season, he was giving me 28 and 13. Nah, he was giving you 20, 22 he, and 10. I'm talking about that playoffs, he was 20 and 13. So he was still he was still that reason why, you know what I'm saying, Dwayne Wade was I still mean, able to go crazy out there on 
But I'm, I'm, but but that I first season he was in Miami, he they didn't win. But they I feel that's part, of, that's part of being great though, playing with other great players. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't I don't like to take away because you play because then what is Magic and Kareem? You know what I mean? Like they both play with the, you know, so what is one of them was supposed to leave and say, Oh, I want to do it on my own? That would be dumb. So I feel like, you know, of course Wade had talent around him. Every champion has a talent around him. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Paul Pierce had like they you alluded to earlier, had KG and Ray Allen for your only championship. Um <laughs> early in his career, he had Antoine Walker. And but before people say, Oh, Antoine Walker, he was a 20-point game. I'm not so sure that Paul Pierce was better than Antoine Walker at that time. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Like so Paul Pierce to say, you know, you you had talent. You know what I mean? I'm not saying Antoine Walker was this unbelievable great player, but you know, it wasn't like you just hadn't you was dealing with nothing. Now once you know, once Antoine Walker left, then it was kind of tough out there. But um yeah. Paul Pierce is a good player, bro. He, he he's a good player. But you take away before before what is that? Two thousand eight, mm-hmm. top twenty, top twenty five player in the league. Like you know what I mean? Like way at his peak, I would say, at worst, was a top three player in the NBA. I mean, with that being said, he's the third best, maybe two guard to ever do it, though, right? Oh, I don't even think it's a. I could take the maybe off of it. That's what, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, you know, I, I think I think that's where I get mixed up with if this is a great arguing arguing with a great or arguing about a great then I, I, w- I would have some equal footing here where i'll be able to divulge a little bit and to me it just seems like like sour grapes like you, you'll never be as good as Dwayne wade and you have to accept that yeah so I, I i don't i don't i don't know what paul pierce would have done with with shaquille o'neal like you said i i I just think that greatness sees greatness and, and they and they play with greatness. I don't know if Kobe and Paul Pierce gives you a championship because I don't think Paul Pierce is great. Yeah. And you, you could make great the, players figure it out. You could make the argument, like, you know, I think we agree Wade was the well, however where Shaq was at, at the time in Miami, we think Wade was the best player on the team. Boston, I'm not so sure. The Paul, you know what I mean? Like I think most people yeah. would say KG was the best player on that. Like, you know what I mean? So you're saying if you had help when some people look at you like you were the help. You know? Yeah, I think that's the identity crisis. A lot of stars, quote unquote, superstars don't understand. Like, you know, Bradley Bill, your help. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it just really might be cold water shockers to people. You know what I'm saying? Like, Kevin Durant, your help. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this it, it sucks to say, but. Look, there's a number of stars who, you know, after five, 10 years, I think they come to realization they're not the, the guy. And, and then you have people going to different teams or whatever. You know what I mean? And I get it. If you're, if I'm 22 years old, I'm an all star, I'm fresh in the league. I would think I could carry a team to a championship too. You know what I mean? So it's not their fault. You know, that's the same confidence that got them to the league. But I think at some point, you know, guys kind of figure out like, well, this, this isn't working. I, I need to team up with someone to actually win a championship. You know what I mean? And, and that's why I hold 
guys who who can lead a team to a championship in such a high regard because it's 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 rare. It's rare, you know. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go a little off topic and only because Hill mentioned him. And I read a recent story about um this player. Bradley Bill in a recent story stated that he wanted to be to go back to being a dominant two-way player. I wanted to ask you guys, do you remember him when he was the two-way player? Who Has he ever about? been a two-way player in, in NBA? Bradley Bill? No. No. What? No. And, and I, gotta, I think Bradley Bill's. A, I think Bradley Bill's a good player. I think he's. I, I think he's a Ray. I think he's a Ray Allen type. He reminds yeah. me of Ray Allen. You know what I mean? And, and that's a compliment. I, you know. I, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Jesus. But a two-way player, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I just found that funny, and, and Hill had mentioned them, so I I wanted to bring that up. <laughs> And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I, I watched a whole bunch of Washington Wizards games through his career, but I just I don't recall him being uh, uh, above above. I don't recall him on defense at all. I I, I do you one better. I don't recall him on defense at all. To be honest, maybe in Florida. Maybe no, not even there. I didn't. I didn't. I I be honest. Um. Yeah. I, mean, we'll, I guess we'll see. I mean, because they're, they're, they're saying that they're looking for some defense down there in Phoenix to, to go along with the team. They say there's a whole bunch of scores, so maybe he can, you know, prove them wrong. So, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah this, and, and, he'll get his chance. Yeah. And maybe he does a, a, a Olympic type of transformation. Like, you know, when NBA players go to the Olympics, normally, hey, their defensive power ticks up a little bit. Everybody learns how to play defense just a little bit better in the Olympics. So maybe he'll have one of those transformational moments. Yeah, he he, um, he he definitely has a chance to kind of like redefine his career in Phoenix. We'll see. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're playing yeah. with KD, Booker. I mean, what's, what's the excuse? Run TMC, yeah. the new version, I guess, just taller. <laughs> we'll see. Um, going back to the conversation, DeMar DeRozan um, recently said that, hey, he thinks James Harden better than Dwayne Wade because James Harden um, didn't get to play with the same level of talented players that Dwayne Wade was able to play with during his career. And um, he said that that was one of the main reasons why he would say James, he would pick James Harden over Dwayne Wade. How did, it's just so shocking. Is Dwayne Wade not liked in NBA circles? Like, why is everyone coming <laughs> for Dwayne Wade? Like, I, I just is. I, I, I thought he was. You know, I don't know. This is this is surprising me that every time you're trying to boost a player, you say he's better than Dwayne Wade. And again, James Harden MVP, uh, over twenty, probably twenty five thousand points. He might even scratch thirty when it's all said and done mm-hmm. if he stays healthy. One of the best scorers mm-hmm. ever played in the NBA. I don't think he's better than Dwayne Wade. I, I don't. I don't think it's close. I don't think he can catch him at this point. Yeah, and like I, we were talking off air, 
part of my, I think, uncomfortableness with DeMar's statement is that he's basing an argument off of who they played with. And I feel like Dwayne Wade and James Harden have both been fortunate to play with talented players throughout their career. Um, I would have felt more comfortable if DeMar DeRozan had made the, the argument based off of James' resume. Hey, um, James Harden had the M- league MVP. He led the league in scoring three times as opposed to Dwayne Wade's one. Um, he led the league in assists two times in his career. He's been All-NBA, All-Star all selections, never missed a selection, um, never missed a playoff. Um, his team has never not made the playoffs during the scope of his entire career. Those arguments, I feel like, are better to argue your case against, you know, for James Harden being better than Dwayne Wade. And even with that considered, I'm with you, P. I personally would take Dwayne Wade over James Harden. Um, I just think, uh, to borrow a, a phrase from Jerry Weiss, I think Dwayne Wade is just that wolf, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, hey, um, and he just has that it factor that the great players have that pushes them over the hump, um, allows them to figure it out. Um, for whatever reason, James Harden hasn't reached that level yet. What are we doing yet? He's, he's like, hey, he still has some career left. He's still he has like, three, like 13, 14 years in. At this 13. point, he is, what, yeah, he is what he is at this point. You know what I mean? We're not talking about a guy five. We're not talking about Luca or somebody. Like he's five 14, years in. 14, 14, 15. Yeah. This is James Harden is what he is. Whatever you think of him, that's what you're going to think. I, like, that's why I said I don't think he's going to catch weight. I don't. It's. I think he's, he's not going to catch him in championships. And I guess right. from the overall. I mean, championships and optics, I think, is what is what gets me with James Harden and Dwayne Wade. I mean, I'm a Harden guy, but I'll take Dwayne Wade in a heartbeat. Only because, to me, you can put him anywhere and he'll be content on just winning. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's just, to me, a, a better all-around player. Right. That's, where now, optics, that's where the optics come in. You know what I'm saying? Like, James Harden is, a, to me, a prototypical team-leading point guard meaning that he needs a ball at all times, like in that Allen Iverson type mode. Mm. But Dwayne Wade can be your de facto point guard and still make things happen with less ball time, like ball consumption. You know what I mean? Like the key for Dwayne Wade with me is always been making the right play and sacrificing because he can be that nut. You know what I'm saying? And he played that way towards in, in, in watching him in Marquette. He still wasn't ball dominant in Marquette, but he still gave you crazy stats just because he's an all-around great talent. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, so and, and in defending James, he's played two less seasons and he has more points, assists, and rebounds than mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade. But that's because Dwayne Wade is just, like I said, that unselfish and James has had the ball more. Um, I come out of these things not trying to knock a player that I like in this James Harden. It's much easier if we were stayed on Paul Pierce for this, but but James, it just it it it, it, does, it just doesn't equate to winning with James. And, and a lot of times, it, it's not really his fault. Like I saw the whole Brooklyn thing just evaporate. And to me, I thought Kevin Durant was more of a culprit for that not working. Even with Kyrie not not playing, like James Harden still put up decent stats when he played there in Brooklyn. And, 
I, I just don't think even if you gave them a full season to work it out, it would have worked out because James is just one of those players who I don't think will get a championship unless he goes on this amazing run. He needs to have teams in which he is the focal point. He doesn't need an Embiid. He needs a Clint Capella. He doesn't need – he needs to be that focal point guy of a taller Trey Young. Like if Trey Young was taller, I think he'd be on the, the mode of, of, of James Harden. It's just God makes these type of players. In which mm-hmm. they're great just being alone, and 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 that's what it is. Like I I like James Harden more of a leader in the playoffs more than I like Carmelo Anthony because I think he's just more skilled than Carmelo Anthony. But they're the same mm-hmm. and same type of player. You know, Carmelo needs a team that's focused around him, which means you're not going to win a championship. They're not as good as they think they are. And I I think when you mention those type of players who are like you know great scorers are obviously you kind of see the separation from being a great scorer and a great player. Mm-hmm. You know and I mean, even like we were talking about Bradley Bill earlier, Dwayne Wade is a two-way player. You know what I mean? And Zero. I think that's, and Zero. I think that, that that's what would, that's one of the things that separates him from James Harden, where he's just a better player. You could, you, you could easily make the argument James Harden might be a better scorer. It's mm-hmm. close, but you can make the argument. But I just think Wade is just a better basketball player. Mm-hmm. And definitely on a defensive end, it's you know it's not that's not close. Yeah. And I think that's what pushes it over the top for me. Um, hey, the fact that hey, he is a two-way player. I can play him both ways, and he can beat have an impact on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I mean it's not. Yeah. I mean, saw him play power. He got to play power forward. He he actually played the five in Marquette sometimes. I I, I know it's college. Right, but he's because of his athleticism, he was able to, you know, float around and and and, and play. It's a different game, so I, I'll leave that one alone. But I've seen Wade take a two, take a three. You know, what I'm saying his rotating, his defense is. There's no reason why he's. I think it's like three times maybe, yeah. first team. Yeah, he just impacts Wooden more than Harden yeah. does. You know what I mean? I did it today, and that that's pretty much it. He just, if I'm picking a team, I'm I'm picking Wade because I think he help, he'll help my team win more. And I think, well, this is hypothetical, but I think him, give me Wade and Embiid, I think they'd be more successful than Harden and Embiid at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean. Hypothetical, yeah. I can't, you know, I don't have any evidence, obviously. But, right. you know, if you could win with Shaq at that, Shaq at that point, and we're not comparing Embiid to, you know, prime Shaq, but Shaq at that point, Miami Shaq, in prime MVP and bead, I think we would have, you know, we'll have more success than Harden is having right now. So and 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 and, and the bench and and the clubhouse, you know what I'm saying? Like that that's positive too. He's huh. he's gonna motivate as opposed to they're not on my level. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, lead, leadership I, is it's, it's that, a thing. Melo had that with Lynn and all. I got it. Hmm. But it, it, it messes up your team. And Dwayne Wade is just, I'm playing with who I got. And Jimmy Butler has some of that, but I, Jimmy Butler's more one of the guys. I'm sorry, fellas. He's just more one of the guys. <laughs> I think he's related to the bench. Dwayne Wade is, Dwayne's uh, like, give me, give me you has. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Give me Atkins. Give me these players, and I'm going to win with them. And I'm a, But I have talent. I'm saying, that's the difference between Wade and, and, and we'll get into that whole other thing. Hopefully we don't have to get into the Dwayne Wade comparisons with um Jimmy Butler. Hopefully, you said it best, brother. It, it, he, got it in him. he got it in him. 
He got it in him. Come on, man. He, he does that same thing. What you just described, Dwayne Wade doing, that's what Jimmy does. Sans a, a chip. That's the only difference. Well, that's that's Ooh. a big difference. That's a big difference. Yeah. The chip. Oh, it's a huge difference. <laughs> that's that's a big difference. Dwayne Wade is probably, Dwayne, all right, you get Dwayne Wade's the second best. Dwayne Wade's the first best two guard on Miami. Second best two guard on Chicago, probably, right? Yeah. And second best, and maybe first, first, the, uh, maybe the best two guard on what you call him? Next to Ron Harper on Cleveland? Oh, ah, that Cleveland oh. years, I guess. I mean, he's he's the third I mean, best. He, he's the, he, he's he, the third he best shooting guard. Like, uh, uh, I think 11 or 15 points in Cleveland. He's the third, he's the third best shooting guard of all time, though, with me joking of, of, of all time. Right. So, so that, yeah. that's, that's oof, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Clyde. Since we're talking about um, players, especially former players, comparing themselves to you know to other players, and comparing careers and and talking about um, their place in the all-time great discussion, I wanted to ask you guys: What should be the line of demarcation for the for the greatness discussion? What are what is the criteria for a player to be able to insert their name into that conversation? Oh well, I'm on record. <laughs> I'm on record. Just, and, and, and let it be known again, please. Every other show to me is if you if you're if you're the driving force on a championship team, I don't care if I don't like your game, I love your game. To me, that's a great player. Anything short of that, as much as I might like you. As a player, I much like like your game stylistically. You're really good, and that's just I, just, I think I've been pretty consistent with that. I'm gonna come back to you with that. Mm -hmm. I, I got a question for you, Hill. What about you? What, what's your line of demarcation for the greatness discussion? Uh, for great, I'm gonna try to tighten it up. Pause. I'm gonna go four and two. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna say four championships as a total, mm -hmm. and two of them that you were the bus driver. Okay, so they have with, to have. And we and we go over this. We've said it off the air with, with with no stupid picks like making Iggy, you know, the MVP. You know, what I'm saying Steph Curry has two two. Uh, yeah, he drove the bus uh, yeah. twice. Yeah, we we know what that what that is. Agreed. <laughs> okay, so for you, Hill, I'm just um, reiterating this just to be clear. For you. A player has to have multiple championships in order to get into that all-time great discussion. Right. Okay. Okay. P, coming back to you. Um, one of the questions I wanted to ask is, to Hill's point, where do you put those players that have only won one championship? And also, with the caveat of them not only having to have to win a championship but drive the bus of winning that championship mm -hmm. considering that do you, would you consider Paul Pierce to be eligible for a ticket into this discussion um, no and I think that's more of a, a personal opinion thing where I think him and KG kind of like split it you know what I mean? Like I, 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 I don't, I, I don't feel comfortable saying Paul Pierce was the driving force 
on that Boston Celtic championship team. You know what I mean? He he, play, he played incredible. He I think he probably let them score, but KG defensively rebounding and scoring another two way player. I think you could easily make the argument that KG was the best player on that team. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, I I, I I don't consider Paul Pierce a great player. I don't. All right. Is Charles a great player? No. And that that's now that's that's a difficult one. That that's that, to use to use your word, an outlier. Um, them and I think it's like the '79 Seattle SuperSonics. Who's like, Johnson a great player? Uh, yeah, no. Got you know, guy rest his soul. Who? So, uh, Dennis Johnson. <laughs> oh, uh, no one on that Detroit Piston team it to me is a great player. Like. I don't think any of no one on that team averaged like over 20. There's certain things you got to get, you know what I mean? Like it just, and I, I don't, and it's actually, it's sort of, although KG and Paul Pierce are better than anybody on that Pistons team, in my opinion, it's, it's similar where I couldn't tell you who the best player on that Pistons team was. You know what I mean? It, you could go Billups, you could go Rip, you could go Rashid, who are all good players. I don't want it to seem like I'm just, you know, they're ch- they won a championship, so obviously they're, they're good players. But I don't consider any of them as being great. I'm sorry, Detroit Pistons. Well, that's just like an outlier team. Hill, I want to ask you. Since you have the the bar set at multiple championships, what? Uh, where do those? Where do those outliers lay for you? Like, hey, the Dirk Nowitzkis, the Giannis Antetokounmpo's, um, the Jerry West of the world, you know, or the Oscar Robinsons of the world who have only won those one championships. Um, Jerry West in particular, where he, I think he went one and six um, in, in his pursuit of a championship. Mm-hmm. Where where do you put those players as far as hey their eligibility to be included into that greatness all time great discussion? Uh, very good, very unlucky, and very lucky. Mm. Um, for but one, not great. <laughs> no, not great, not great. Because for Giannis, I'll take Giannis's uh, run. Um, I guess with every championship, there's some speck of luck that plays into it. Um, I can't take nothing out of his finals run versus Phoenix. I believe Phoenix was up 2-0. Correct. Yeah. And, and he willed that back. I think to me, it was the road Giannis took to get to the finals, which there was some steps in which, you know, I thought he got tremendously lucky. And he played, uh, uh, even what his stats show. You know what I mean? So there's always an eerie feeling to me that I think there's a great chance he won't get back. So that's where the luck plays into part with me. Like he was, un- he might be just unlucky not to ever go back again and lucky to win that championship. So I, until I, I, I see something different. That is the mode I am with those. You know, even with Jerry West, I mean, Jerry West is one in seven. So, hold on. If I'm going to ask luck, you about Jerry West in particular because 
um, basketball heads, y'all know that's 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 the logo. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I believe he's the only player to have won a uh, Finals MVP on a losing squad, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah. So considering that, do, do you maybe change your put an asterisk by him? Maybe he is allowed into the greatness conversation. No, I mean, it's probably a precedent that should just never have been set. I mean, Ooh. he scored a lot and he lost, though. So they shouldn't have gave him. The, they shouldn't have gave it to him. Then. I get it. I thought it was cool when I was younger, but no, I mean, it, that was a precedent they thought bringing back during the, what the twenty, uh, what was it, twenty fifteen run? Yeah, Le- was LeBron. Yeah, was LeBron. Yeah. He lost. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. He did it six more times after that. Well, five more times after that. So, no, that doesn't put, I mean, Jerry West is an all-time favorite of mine, but great, no. Ooh. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. just squeezing. I, I think because tough road right if here. You're going to have everyone in the Hall of Fame, someone has to squeeze great in there. You know what I mean? And Ooh. it's just like we're just so used to, to Jerry West and what he's did and the stats that he put up, like he's a, I, I give you, he's a great talent, but a lot of people are great talent. Yeah, to to kind of just piggyback what Hill was saying, you know, I, I think a championship, you're great, but I I, I understand, he's making me think about it because, you know, there's an old adage, like, you know, if I do it once, you could say it's luck. If I do it twice, it's skill. You know what I mean? So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, you, you can't, if Giannis wins it again, it's like, okay, you know, you know he what I mean? is like, who we, who we right, thought he was, right? And and that goes for you know a lot. But okay. there's there's some players with one that kind of you know like I don't think Oscar was the best player for his one. You know what I mean? Like hmm. we might have to look into that as Oscar Robinson being a great. You know what I mean? Because young Luel Cinder statistically was clearly the guy. You know, I know the triple doubles and Oscar put up monster numbers, hell of a player. But yeah, and, and, and I would just say this in, in Oscar's defense, hey, it wasn't like when Lou got there, he stopped putting up those numbers. Like it, 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 it was a definite duo in action. Like, hey, they were old school Shaq and Kobe. You know uh, what I mean? Like, uh, hey. I don't, for me, I, I don't know. It's just what they say, you know what I'm saying? So, and and, and it's hard for me to even look back at, at the footage. Mm-hmm. I had to be there, to put it that way right. for that, you know what I'm saying? And and, and that's the way I am for Wes. But I'm, I'm taking into account, just put into our brains how we feel about Russell Westbrook, right? Mm-hmm. Get Allen Iverson, Russell Westbrook. How he is mm-hmm. right now, where do you have Russell Westbrook on the pantheon of, of great players? Oh, I don't think he is. All right, great. All right. He wins that chip against LeBron his first. He gets a championship, right? And he's playing however he's playing right now. His triple doubles are looked at way totally different. Yeah, he, he baby right? Oscar Robinson. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So if he has, but his career now without that championship is no one wants to touch him with a 10-foot pole. But if he wins that first one early in his career, or Durant and him wins that one in their first career, the whole narrative for Russell Westbrook has totally changed. And it's like, is that Oscar? Mm. 
was he yeah. a compiler like that? You know what I'm saying? So right, right. No, that's that's you're definitely hoping your uh, multi championship argument. You know, you know, um, and I believe Jerry West and Wilt's like that too. Like, might have to look yeah. at Jerry's because Jerry when Jerry won, I think it was with Wilt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. that means one of them, you know, no. got to take a closer yeah. look at that one too. So and, and um, they both had multiple shots prior to getting together. Right, because yeah. Will Will has two. We just assume he was the best player on all two. That might not be the case. If you if you were gonna have an outlier, if you were going to have an outlier for me, gun to head, it would be Will. Yeah. I just don't understand how I look at his, that man's stats, and he gave me one chip and said that he can't give me fifty and twenty five. I you just can't do that. So literally, literally, we we literally never saw anyone do that for a week. Yeah. For a week, forget a for, forget a season, a week. When a game, <laughs> yeah, like I, I I just want to see it in the game, fifty and twenty five. Like yeah. somebody here's a, the here's the good part about that though. Here's a, here's here's the good part about that though. You only have like a month and a half to really see that happen. Mm. Wow. You'll get it. You you have it. Don't worry about it. You go down there. You go. It took me about two point three seconds to figure out. We go. We going to San Antonio. <laughs> you go down there to the Riverwalk. That's gonna change your mind about. You know, I never really saw Wilt and what he could have been. You'll see it. You'll see it then. You want to know what fifty and twenty five look like? Go down there to the Riverwalk or get that satellite package. Oh, oh, I mean, a couple of shows ago, you were trying to tear down expectations, and now you you got him 50 and 25, wow. And here's the problem, either way, he'll give me the Wilt component, in which I know he's great, or he'll give me the four and two and get that out the way a little early. <laughs> please address Hill in the comments section. Well, please. Four and two. And listen, if he's giving you four, he's not four and two. Put it that way. If he's giving you four, he's four. Our stock in San Antonio should be going straight up. Thank you, Hill. They love you in San Antonio right now. They hope that's happening. Hey, guys, hit us up on social media. Let us know what you guys think. What's the criteria for the all-time great discussion? What does it take for the for basketball players to get into that all-time great discussion? Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that like and notification button so you know when the next video is coming out. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to your podcast. You can also hit us up directly at we need the fifth at gmail.com. Um, continue with the theme of former players saying crazy things or or <laughs> commenting on, on the modern-day basketball. Dr. J recently um, had some words about modern-day basketball and his dislike for the Super Kings, um, particularly what LeBron did and KD. I, I believe he named KD in particular. Um, Pete, I know you, you were the first one that brought up, brought this story to our attention. 
Yeah. Maybe you can um, add a little bit more. Yeah, I was, um, yeah, I was looking at the, this came across the interview and it, it was shocking to me. Cause when I think of Dr. J, to be honest, I think of like a, you know, a classy individual. Um, this wasn't his finest moment. Um, he made a, even made a comment about uh, inmates running the asylum. You just have to be careful with that connotation because you're talking about young black millionaires and you're calling them inmates. And to your point, Pete, I, I think that's part of what I found so disturbing in the sense that, especially with players in his generation who have come out and spoken against super teams, it's like, what league have you guys been playing in? What league did you think you were playing in? <laughs> it's an outlier where you have a team that only has one superstar win a championship. It rarely happens. Normally, the championship teams got at least at least two. Well, I understand. That being said, I understand why he feels like he feels. He's from a different era. Right, he grew up watching basketball in a different era, and he played in a different era. And no, um, my, my my thing with that though, Pete, is like you're comfortable with the rich kids playing with all the toys, but you don't want none of the neighborhood kids playing with it. That's basically what he's saying. Like, hey, it's cool for the owners to play around and, and trade for mm -hmm. players and, and 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 create super teams, but we don't want y'all players doing that. We don't want y'all players trying to do that. And that's what it is, because if you look at the Lakers and Celtics in the 80s, they were, they were pretty much super teams, but they, they but they just weren't player-generated super teams. You know what I mean? So I, I, mm -hmm. I think the thing people have to realize, people don't hate super teams. They hate player-generated super teams. Yeah, and, and I think they need to be clear with that when mm -hmm. they start opening up their mouth and, and talking about super teams and stuff like that and say, hey, we don't want the players making decisions about uh, where they want to play. We want the owners to only have that power. Come out and, and say that. And some of it is, and I guess Dr. J does have a leg to stand on, being the guy. Mm -hmm. Like if you're the guy, you, you should be able to recruit to, you know what I mean? You, you should build your team up. I know certain situations, certain franchises are just bad. You can't do it. But I, mm -hmm. I feel like that's that's part of it too. It's not only just the being um player generated, it's to kind of like, you know, if you're the franchise player, then make that franchise a championship team. Don't go around chasing. You know what I mean? And I kinda I kinda get that part. You know what I mean? Because I think if you're a, a so-called great player, you could bring plays to to you and win. You don't have to go chasing because majority of the time doesn't work like james harden is not working uh damian lillard we'll see like a lot, a lot of these guys but they do bounce around they still don't win because they're just not that guy it's just like i said i feel uncomfortable especially with the prisoners running that um yeah that, <laughs> like, like i said I, I'm, I'm i'm a dr j fan not even scared i was like how he carries himself but this like i said this was not his finest moment <laughs> this just wasn't 
I mean, you sh- you should have saw this coming though when he started giving sevens and eights. So I, you start, I mean, not seriously, to be fair, you started giving sevens and eights. And I saw it then and I said, all right, Doc has checked out. You know what I'm saying? Nika's starting oh. to give some nines now, so Nika's starting to check out eights. You start watching the little things. It's the little signs. It's the, it's, it's the signs where you're saying, this generation, let's call it spade a spade. Like, it's, it's all comes down to like sour grapes. Like, Dr. J is going to start being forgotten in a pantheon of great players. Um, the money's much different. That plays a huge part. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> dudes are selling rings in his time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I'm just, I'm just trying, I'm, I'm, I'm being fair. Like, generational wealth for these players are, are one year. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, generational one year for a a a third tier player is generational wealth. I mean, twenty five million, twenty million dollars a year. It's enough for your generation. And dudes are getting three times as much. So I understand now it's to the point where it seems like it's vitriol now. Like, and we as an adults have to be adults, and we have to say, you know what? It just might be time to take, you know, grandpa to the nursing home and just put them away. In which we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not hearing the noise anymore. We're just, we're, we're just letting it go. I, I, that's what it is to me now when I'm hearing these plays out. Like oh, the inmates in the asylum, I laugh. You know, I wonder why because it's it's sad. Like you, you should be embracing the game. These players are taking more control over their situation. The autonomy, I'm, I'm happy of. I don't like the moves people are going. It's not that they're making super teams because I'm not even scared of super teams anymore like people were before. They, they just don't work if people are just ain't good enough as they feel. So I think it'll work itself out if you have a good team. So he should, don't worry about that, about how people are teaming up. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? But to me, it always comes down to brass tacks and it's the money. I don't care what anyone said. You look underneath, deep underneath the grains of this, this anger, it's, it's the bread. And they can call it what it is, but it's just sad to see. You know, I mean, I think these young guys, I, I, I think starting with LeBron and Chris Paul and how they took um, over their situations, have enough power to change the player association to where revenue sharing, to where they got these contracts to. I mean, Jordan was fighting Jerry Krause for $1.9 million. <laughs> yeah. These guys did a great job with this and 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 building up this league to what it what it is and what it can be. And then NBA is about to sign another contract in like what next year or two years? Yeah, that TV yeah. deal is gonna be ridiculous. So it's like they're doing something right. And it's just it's just sad to see Doc go this way. But to, to help Doc out, Doc, you weren't in my top 20. You know what I mean? So if you're concerned about that, if you're concerned about that, don't be. You weren't in my top 20, I think, 20 years ago. I don't think Doc, I don't think Doc wants that help. (laughs) (laughs) Even 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 with your super team, what people thought was the super team, I mean. I I think it's just upsetting to see because to me it's a deterioration of a great player having a bad post career. 
You know what I mean? He should be on TV, should be embracing these guys. He should be in full support of what these guys are doing. Because I think they're doing a great job. When it, from, from my standards, it's just sour grapes the way, way it looks out. Now it's to the point where put them away or leave them there and allow me to laugh some more because that's all I'm getting from these this older generation is straight jokes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they're dogs, but I was a wolf. But you're one in seven. You know what I'm saying? Like, so <laughs> there, there, there has to be something to, like, granted, you did eat these players, you ate these players, but what was the end result? You're one in seven. So, Pick me a sheep in which you thought you which we're not talking JJ Reddick either. I'm talking about like give me a sheep who you feel like you probably could have toasted. Yeah, you might have outscored them, but what does that mean? Hey, look, so, hey, on that point, Jerry West guy. Let, let, but, let me ask you about another player who who um was speaking about his career and how he should be perceived. Tracy McGrady said that um, he feels like his career should be considered up there with Kobe and the, and the, the likes of that and all-time great. That's my man. I can't. All right, listen. Um, yeah, right, here, here, here's what you do. Ready? Give me T-Mac over Dr. J, though. I'll give you that. Give me T-Mac over Dr. J. Um, I, I think, I think, T-Mac, Vince uh, should be compared to Kobe because they played around the same time. Should be compared to him, yes. You, you see what I'm getting at? Like, they played around the same time, so you should have a comparison of all three and then make a decision. And if you're wise enough, you can come out with an easy decision to say, like, all right, I'll choose Kobe. Now flip a coin with the last two. I'm saying like Kobe, Kobe Bryant is just—he's second to do this. You know, what I'm saying he's to me he's top three in the game. I have him as top two. And to your point, but to your point, I agree with you, Kobe. But I don't think he's a coin flip between Vince and Tracy. And the reason why I say that is just because of all the injury history Tracy had to deal with. He was he just wasn't available enough for us to be able to say, "Oh, you definitely better than the other two that we're we're bringing into the, this discussion." And um, especially when you consider he never got out of the first round, you know, um, it, certain things just he was never t- able to accomplish. A lot of it due to injury and his lack of availability. But to P's point and what he always say, hey, that availability is a thing. It's part of the equation. And yeah. for whatever reason, Tracy McGrady wasn't available for a lot of his career, especially yeah. during those prime years that he was um, rocking and rolling. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack here. Um, I think you know. I think T Mac was T Mac was nice. Let's start with that. T Mac was nice. This mm-hmm. is a point where you could make the argument T Mac off the eye test might have been better than Dr. J, but Dr. J had a better career. It's not close. You know what I mean? Like as right. if you're if you're ranking careers, it's not close. Oh, definitely. To, to, definitely. to me, 
um, there was a point to Team X credit where people were saying, he was one of those players who would say, well, if you replace T-Mac with Kobe, T-Mac would have repeated too. Mm-hmm. But late, later on in their career, as it went along, I, I feel like Kobe proved everyone wrong. No, we're, we're not the same. <laughs> now, it could have been due to injury on T-Mac's part, possibly. But again, going with the Dr. J thing, with, we're just looking at their career. Kobe has five championships. T-Mac has never gotten out the first round. This, is, this shouldn't be close. You know what I mean? This shouldn't be close. Yeah. Just, just look at if you look at the numbers. I think T Mac might have averaged 19, 20 a game. Kobe averaged twenty five. Kobe has thirty thousand points. T Mac might have twenty thousand, maybe, maybe not. Um. So yeah, that, that, yeah, that's not even a sniff. But yeah, I, I mean, I give him better than Vince. He played six less seasons, and almost every statistic he's better than Vince. And this is the kind of like the oh, same wow. thing. I thought T-Mac was better than Vince in Toronto when he was even getting as many minutes. I just, just off the eye test, I just thought he was better than him. Again, I think Vince had the better career. If we do, again, if we're doing all-time rankings, I think Vince has like 20, he's up there. I think he's like top 20, top 25 in points all time. Yeah. Again, yeah. it's probably availability. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm telling you, I think T-Mac was better than him, but Vince had a better career. It, 11, it seasons, 11 seasons. Nine playoff appearances, twenty-two seasons, eleven playoff seasons. 11 oh, times. I'm I, I'm not a Vince guy. I'm I'm not. I think Hill to you to use your phrase that you got. He, he was a compiler. He was a compiler. Vince had Vince first eight seasons. He was like you could say maybe Hall of Fame. His first eight seasons, he played twenty-two. <laughs> So what, what what was he doing for that last 14? No NBA offer, no no first team NBA. Three for Tracy. Bro, I yeah, I I just wasn't a fence guy. I, I even I even yeah, he he was a good dunker. I was I was never a fence guy. I just wasn't. Hey guys, let us know what you guys think. Um what do you think of Dr. J's comments and Tracy McGrady's comments? Um Jerry West's comments. What do you think about our opinions about those comments? Hit us up on social media. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that like and notification button so you know when the next video is coming out. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you're listening to your podcast. And you can hit us up directly at weneedafifth at gmail.com. Fellas, what's on the radar? Um... Oh, this has a chance to be one of those ones, man. One of those classic matches. Uh, Spence versus Crawford tonight. Okay. Uh, okay. Finally. Yeah, this, 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 this is it. Like, if you're a boxing fan. Finally. I, I don't, Finally. Is this, are you not entertained? Finally. <laughs> nah, I mean, this This is like really, it, it's used a lot in sports, but this is really like a legacy fight. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, whoever wins this will be the undisputed welterweight champion and undefeated. Mayweather, don't come back. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. <laughs> don't come back. What? But, yeah, so that, that's on my radar. Spence versus Crawford tonight. Hey, what's on the radar, man? Um, Probably seeing, uh, I guess, the, the deterioration of uh, our, um, like, historically 
good players just, I guess, making fools of themselves in all genres. Um, I guess in following uh, the footsteps of Dr. J, um, MC Shan made some comments towards uh, Nasir Jones in regards to, I guess, for him not showing up for 50 celebration. And, and, and it's just a whole thing of he doesn't want to do business with him anymore, forget about him. And I guess he forgot who MC Shan was. And I'm stuck myself in that way as opposed to, I guess, Shan has Nas feelings. But it's a bad way to go out. It just seems like we should be embracing new talent and, and new creativity. It's like, just a beat-up job is just wild, man. Um, what's on my radar? Women's World Cup, still still locked in with that. Um, I know U.S. plays this weekend, so um, looking forward to that. Um, WNBA, still locked in with that. Um, Las Vegas Aces got a little adversity. Candace Parker had to um, undergo surgery. She's going to be out for a couple of weeks. So we'll see how they deal with that. Still looks like they're rolling, but hey, I'm with that. Wow. All right, fellas. Shout out to FC Shed, man. Hope you hope everything yeah, works out. Shit. Right. Come on, bro. Come on, let's be serious now. Let's be, Dr. J, come on, let's get it together. Like, this yeah, is good. yeah. And, and and I want to send out a, a happy belated birthday shout out to, to my um sister Krista. Happy belated birthday, man. Happy, happy birthday, Krista. <laughs> yeah. We're the same we're all the same age, so yeah. As I crank the arm up at age 30. <laughs> happy birthday, young <laughs> happy birthday, young lady. Get it back. All right, fish, we out. Peace. Stroke still in.